found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, we finally made it to a Friday edition of Tidbits. This is the 26th day of August. Good morning, Matthew. Yes, good morning, Dale. Good to see you. Good to see you. As we're ready to end the week. We are. Hopefully on a high note. Hopefully. Now, yesterday we never got to this. I wanted to. All right. Experts claiming that not drying your hands can be just as bad as not washing them at all. Of course, we've always had the controversy of hand washing and how we dry. (laughs) Sure. Dr. David Weber. He's a microbiologist with 50 Mm. years of experience. 50 years. 50. Claim people who do not properly dry their hands could be described as antisocial. <laughs> See, this guy grew up in the era of the of the yeah. cloth thing in the bathroom. That's right, and there's still at least one of those in this neck of the woods. Okay, <laughs> bacteria. <sighs> Is it the same cloth? I mean, well, I'm sure they. That's not getting. I mean, there must be a business out there that's 125 years old that still services it. Still servicing. There? Okay, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, bacteria and it's in both bathrooms it's in both seriously yeah. wow bacteria such as e coli thrive on damp surfaces damp including hands oh previous research had suggested 85 percent of microbes spread by people contaminating surfaces occur when hands are still moist they're moist moist hands <laughs> moist <laughs> think about it. you wash your hands they're moist <laughs> Get germs on him. As part of his quest to improve public hygiene, mm. Dr. Weber now has ranked eight of the world's most popular hand drying methods from best to worst. Okay. So here we go. We're starting with the best. That would be the technique of a surgeon. They get into all the cracks under a dryer and make sure every nook is clear of bacteria. So they're using a dryer. Yeah. That we've and been we've told. Heard- does nothing but shoot those germs all over the place, right? But it's better than keeping them moist. Okay. The ringer. All right. They wring their hands under a dryer using friction to move droplets of water. Then there's the shaker. They remove surplus water before the hand dryer goes, does its job. So he's going with the method of blow drying. Yes. All right. Yeah. Then there's the paper waster. All right, so now we're to the paper. (laughs) They use a stack of paper towels to dry off their hands, but can be wasteful. (laughs) (laughs) That can't be wasteful, okay. Now we're getting Uh, to the worst. Yeah. Number five, the toilet paper roll smuggler. Mm. (laughs) They use toilet rolls, leaving their hands covered in contaminated paper contaminated <laughs> their moist hands because <laughs> you're using it from the crapper stall have you ever seen anyone do that use yeah yeah to dry their hands I, I think i never have in fact i may have tried it a time or two but it kind of breaks off into small pieces that's yeah yeah the one with soggy pants mm. they finish off drying on their trousers but pick up bacteria from their clothes okay <laughs> Let's talk about this. Okay. Because a lot of times you go to the bathroom, and if it's busy, 
You know, you wash your hands yeah. and you go and there's, oh, there's a line. Yeah. So you got to stand there with your hands awkwardly just hanging out. See, you should be going to bathrooms or there's someone there to dry your hands for you. That's that's what Sir, we need. Sir, may we do that for you? Yes. Patting your hands dry. And you, you, you flip them a quarter as you leave. A quarter. <laughs> Here you go, Mac. <laughs> then you've got the hairstyler. They rub off the last droplets in their hair, covering their hands in bacteria. <laughs> their dirty heads. <laughs> And then uh, we've got the drip-dried dodger. Okay. They don't dry their hands at all, <laughs> allowing bacteria and virus to thrive. Hmm. We're lucky they even wash their hands. <laughs> and then what do you do? you got to get out. The door handle's there. Oh. Oh, the door handle. If you're using a dryer, you've got nothing to protect yourself. Right. Of course, some bathrooms now have... A no door situation where you walk in and it kind of goes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that, yeah I like those because yeah. you don't have to touch anything. Right. That's pretty ideal. It is. Yeah. Because you still get privacy, but there's no. Yeah. No door. Just make sure you pay attention to which one you're going in. Well, there's that. Of course, if you go to like a steakhouse, be careful because you know they're going to use different heifers. This is the heifers room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You got to make sure. You, you know. got to think about it. <laughs> Doesn't show a cow in a dress or anything. It no, just, it's, it's just, efforts. Okay. So there you go. It's a cow poke. Okay. It is. <laughs> am I a cow poke? I think I am. <laughs> you're right. I mean, it's, there's always those decisions. Yeah. Depending on the type of restaurant you're in. And how they call sometimes their bathroom. They do. They, cut, they catch you off guard sometimes. Yeah, you yeah. got to really, like, okay. Um. <laughs> if you're lucky, someone's coming out at the time you're thinking about going in. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> this one. <laughs> so there we go. But stories like yeah. this, it, it's it's like you've said before. He's you know, devoted 50 years. 50 years of, but it's like, if you think about it, you never want to leave your house. You know, if you, if you really think about moist hands and bacteria, it's like, I'm never leaving ever. I, don't, I still, you, you've got to love the old uh, peel down the, the linen. Oh, my gosh. You know, they make that noise. People know if you're finding a clean spot because they hear it. <laughs> All the way out in the other room. Yep. <laughs> And then, you know, because it used to be a lot of those places wouldn't be serviced regularly. Yeah. Yeah. And then it'd be twisted around. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. You can't pull it. And as a kid, (laughs) you know, like when I grew up, these things were in their heyday. Yeah. You're at the bottom of it, and it's just. (laughs) But you're a filthy kid anyway. Gross kid. Yeah, you're right. So (laughs) So, what's the matter? It's just. (laughs) <laughs> just about 6.30. So we'll uh, take a break. I had to bring that up today because I saw it yesterday. We never got to it. And right. One of our favorite topics is uh, <laughs> washing hands and how you dry them. And so we got that uh, pertinent information there. It's 6.33. In a couple of minutes, we'll resume with more Tidbits. This is Tidbits. Tidbits. <laughs> 
It's 635. It's a Friday edition of Tidbits. Matthew's been taking a tutorial <laughs> since our break. <laughs> well, I got on YouTube because I'm like, there has to be videos of the continuous roll, you know, towel dispenser yeah. that we always talk about. There has to be. And, and the first video that popped up is this guy that has a shop of some sort. Okay. Uh, he has like an automobile shop or whatever, but mm-hmm. he's going on and on about the the benefits of the continuous roll towel machine. That it's in the long run, it's cheaper, it's more cost effective, it's better for the environment, it's the way to go. Everybody should have these. I, you know, I, I don't know what's the perfect way to go. I really don't. I suppose you're booger riddled hanky. You know, when you get finished, <laughs> people still carry hankies. Sure. Okay. <laughs> but he likes them. Yeah. He reports that they're approximately 100 feet of cloth. Yeah. And it sounds like he's the one that, when it gets to the end, he removes it, washes it, and then reinstalls it. Now, how do you wash it? You want to make sure that you get it. Uh, yeah. You bleach it. You know, I just... And his is blue. I remember them being white. Do you remember them being white? Yes. Blue must be kind of ritzy. Eh. A little more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But again, you know, I'm not saying that they're hideous but you know they the ones i always ran across were not ill you know taken care of <laughs> wrapped all up you can't move it at all that's not clean no so, so if you stay on it <clears throat> it's probably great yeah but so anyway matt's learning more hmm. he's studying <laughs> i'm studying now you got to wonder how this guy does this and how long it is between competitions but Good old Joey Chestnut broke a new world record when he ate 32 servings of popcorn, 24 ounces per serving. He did that in eight minutes. Eight minutes. (laughs) Now that's got to be a real dry throat. He crunched and munched on enough popcorn to break the previous record of 28 and a half servings set last year. So he beat that. He got 32. He's got all kinds of records. Mm-hmm. His uh, 50th competitive eating world record. <laughs> he set and broken the Nathan's famous hot dog and bun eating record 15 times. His other records include eating 182 chicken wings in 30 minutes <laughs> and 18 pounds, 9.6 ounces of St. Elmo shrimp cocktail in eight minutes. Of course, he's from in Indiana, and uh, we're proud to call him a Hoosier. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Joey, for representing our state with uh, some of the best records on earth. That's right. By the way, you know, last uh, last month we had the big winner of the lottery. Yeah. Last month's 1.34 billion Mega Millions winner has yet to come forward. Oh, really? Still hasn't come forward. Now, it's been long enough that you could, you know, do you still have the yips? Does someone just not know they've won? (laughs) Huh. So how long do they have before they? Well, let's uh, see if it says this in the story. The winner can wait one full year. One full year. So they got plenty of time, but. Right. Don't you want to get it now? (laughs) That ticket was sold July 29th 
at a Speedway gas station in Des Plaines, Illinois. I was there. No. <laughs> I was there. The massive jackpot marked the largest prize ever won in Illinois. Yeah. And the third largest ever in the U.S. Illinois Mega Millions players that take home jackpots over 250 grand have the option to stay anonymous there. So you don't have to let people know who you are. I wonder if they're just getting some affairs in order. You know what I mean? It might take a while. Yeah. But the director speculated that the winner might not even know they're holding that ticket. That could be true. I mean, and does you know does it still exist? Has it been disposed of? Wouldn't that be something? And then the state, you know, then they get it back. Speedway to Plains or Des Plains, who sold the winning ticket last month, also gets a cash bonus of five hundred grand. Five hundred grand. I presume that station will be closing in the near future. <laughs> Owner retired. <laughs> Call it quits. That's a pretty good chunk of change just for selling the ticket. Yeah. Well, it's come to this, Matthew. Yeah. Stewart's shops in New York now make customers buy cans of whipped cream to pull out their ID. You get to pull out your ID now. A new law says whipped cream chargers, which contain compressed nitrous oxide, can't be sold to people under 21. Hmm. So back in the day, you were shipped into the store, get some whipped <laughs> topping. Well, back in the day, you could go in the store and get dad cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Never a question. Nope. <laughs> Good news for my dad. <laughs> This that is, was actually probably before my time. That was more like, yeah, you know. It's not been too terribly long, though. Yeah. It's because of their illicit, dangerous use as an inhalant. Right. So now the, a representative with Stewart says that the store's policy is to ID anyone who appears under the age of 30 hmm. when buying cans of whipped cream. Wow. Of course, they've been IDing you for quite some time on various other projects. Cigarettes. Speaking of new laws, yeah. I saw yesterday that by 2035, California passed a law that by 2035, they'll no longer have, like, you can't sell yeah. new gas powered cars anymore. How do you do that? How do you pull that off? By 2035. I, I don't know. You know, aren't you going to have a big debate between, and I know the automakers are. Trying to accommodate by making electric vehicles. Right. But what about the big gas people? They're going to be in an uproar. We've been making gasoline for. <laughs> Is that what they sound <laughs> like? Yeah, that's it. That's the big, the big cheese. Well, that's we've been making gasoline. Uh, it's a tradition. My dad and his dad before him and his dad. <laughs> We've been oil men. <laughs> uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but I don't know. Seems like a big, big wish. Although they say that uh, Congress would probably pass it. No, well, I guess. We'll I mean, see. I know we're headed there, but yeah, it's I like. <sighs> Seems like a big, because uh, this is already 2022. Yeah. 
it's 13 years. There's not enough time to get the necessary infrastructure in for this? See, is anyone even thinking of that? Or is that on the back burner right now? And they'll wait till they've got, you know, a cluster on the highway. Oh, we better... And then Congress will attach a bunch, you know. Yeah. It'll be two years. Right. Before you start getting electric stations. <laughs> and to see these cords all over. <laughs> it'll be desolate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Matt. Yeah, well. Now, do you think he'd go for this? Because your baloney has a first name. <laughs> <laughs> it's O-S-E-A-R. And it has a second name. It's M-E-Y-E-R. They're selling their first ever cold dog, <laughs> a frozen pop. <laughs> Do what? Yes, it's a frozen pop. Tastes like the brand's hot wiener that allegedly includes both refreshing and smoky. <laughs> uh, great uh, effects of a hot dog topped with a mustard swirl. Basically, they're what? they're selling fr- their hot dogs frozen. That's all it is. It's just you're eating a frozen wiener. <laughs> what is this? I okay. It's first ever cold dog. A frozen. It's like a popsicle, right? Like a frozen yes, pop. It's frozen. That tastes like the. Why would you ever want this? It tastes like the brand's hot wiener that allegedly includes. Both refreshing and smoky umami notes of a hot dog topped with a mustard swirl. Why would you want this? Isn't it just a frozen dog on a stick? I mean, really? The idea stems from an Instagram poll on Oscar Mayer's account a few months ago, in which his followers originally deemed the idea as, quote, genius. Genius. <laughs> Now, they were labeled the worst thing to eat, weren't they? And that um, thing we did. Yeah. One of the worst things to eat For is sure. a dog. Yeah. yeah. All right. So it says it's not a nationwide release. No, it's on sale for $2 at select <laughs> pop bar locations in Long Beach, New York City, New Orleans, and Alpharetta, Georgia. While supplies last. <laughs> Pop Bar is a chain of gelato shops that helped Oscar Mayer make this, as the story says, freakish flavor. Amen. That's It just looks like a wiener on a stick. It looks kind of gross, man. Like, <laughs> oh. Basically, it's a corn dog without the breading. Okay? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> at two, two bucks a pop. <laughs> oh, this says... The uh, price of a new vehicle has skyrocketed, as we know, hitting a record average of $46,259 this month. Mm -hmm. That's led to another record. Yes. The average new vehicle loan has now reached (laughs) $40,290. So a new car is $46,000, but the loans are $40,000. Yeah. So is that what you're... You're putting down. You're putting down. Yeah, you trade, whatever. You trade in, so... So your car that you probably bought for thirty five, eh, we'll give you six for it. <laughs> Is that what's going on? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> <laughs> you never get no near what you think. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, she's got some miles on her. <laughs> Best I can do is seven. And you fall for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> the average amount borrowed. 
climbed to 13.2%. The average monthly payment now, $667, up nearly 15% from last year. Can you imagine? A, I look at the price of vehicles, and I'm thinking, that payment, I, I can't, I couldn't do that. I haven't had a car payment in like 12 years, so I don't know. I just, I don't see how you could. Loans on used vehicles rose 18%. To an average of twenty-eight five thirty-four, you're paying for a used vehicle, payment of about five fifteen. That's seventeen percent up from a year before. Hmm. I don't know how you people are doing it. I don't either. I'm uh, you know, I was freaked out by my four hundred plus dollar loan on a Camaro. You know, it was. Yeah. It was, you know, it's like, what? why am I doing this? <laughs> Buyer's remorse the day I drove it off the lot. Yeah. It was like, ah. Oh. Yeah. And when I'm driving, oh, I can't seem to see out that back window. <laughs> You're starting it's to like, discover all these bad things it's like, wait about a minute. this vehicle. This was a terrible decision. <laughs> Didn't you have a backup camera? No. No? And they had a ton of blind spots. You know, you just, but it's like. I don't, you know, it's still, you know, to me, a, a, a car payment to me belongs in the $200 range at best. For sure. I, honest, you know, I mean, that's the way I feel about it. I know. And that's, it's a sad yeah. non-reality. But that's, I mean, again, I've not had a car payment in 12 years, but that's where my head is too, you know. They just shouldn't be that high. Yeah. That's like a upper house payment. Oh, yeah. Of the I remember... My parents, when they bought their house and paid for it, I mean, that's that was about their house payment yeah. when I was a kid, was 600 and some odd dollars. And I'm sure heaven knows what they are now with interest rates, what they've done. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I think my mother, she bought a house back in the worst economic times ever. Yeah. And it was like 16%. Yes. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, no, my, my parents built... <laughs> They built their house in the mid '80s, and it was we were going through their you know deed and all that yeah. stuff, and it was their mortgage payment and all that. We've been going through this, and same thing. I mean, it was like sixteen percent. Man, you know, and what was it there for a while? It was less than five percent. Yeah, you know, and yeah. So anyway, it's crazy. What do you got going on this weekend? Well, real quick here. Okay, all right, real quick. Why <laughs> every year? NFL gets together and they have practices together. Yeah. Why do they do they always end in some massive brawl, right? Oh, it's supposed to be friendly. It's not. It never <laughs> is. We had another one, uh the Bengals and Rams. <laughs> They're swinging helmets and it's like every year this happens. Every single year. <laughs> then the Colts get into a brawl with some whoever they were I don't know why they do. It'll be different this year. No, it's not. It's... <laughs> so they got the big brawl. Yeah. And it was filmed. Yeah. Players <laughs> threw fists and helmets. <laughs> Bengals coach Zach Taylor downplayed the event. <laughs> Emotions run high. It's practice. Like, but, it's practice. But you're looking at some guys out there. That are facing possible cuts at this point. Mm. So they're probably antsy. <laughs> okay. They're stressy. It's not good 
to have them intermixing uh, with another team. I don't get it. Like, this always happens <laughs> every year. There's This always happens. Some big lineman probably says to a rookie, you're yeah. not going to make it punk. Yeah, yeah. You ain't nothing. <laughs> so there you go. The weekend's upon us, Matthew. Yeah. So have a good weekend. You do the same. And uh, we'll do this next week. Okay. See you then. See you. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.